Universal Studios Hollywood is introducing the California Neighbor Pass. For the neighborly price of just $119 online, you get over 200 days in the park. So swing by and share some laughs with your neighbors, like the Minions. <laughs> or Homer Simpson. Mmm, Even go on an adventure with Harry Potter. Stay close and follow me. Visit UniversalStudiosHollywood.com to get over 200 days of thrills, laughter, and wonder with the new California Neighbor Pass for $119 online. Pass out for nine months from selected first visit. Black updates, restrictions apply. Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, and welcome to the Steel War Live Call In Show. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And at this special Thursday afternoon, Friday afternoon, if you're in America, no, if you're in Australia time, we're going to be talking Star Wars. We've got the new Rogue One international trailer. It's up and running, and we would love to take your call. If uh, you want to call in, it is 646-668-8360. But if you are on the page and listening, you can probably read that already pretty light on for callers thus far so if you want to get in this could be your day we're just testing out this new time slot because occasionally friday nights are very hectic in los angeles uh we're going to be chatting with my buddy from the geek dudes podcast chris fresh and taking your calls i want to get something out of the way though first it has been what a week has been a crazy week and we're not here to talk politics we're here to talk about star wars but there's one thing i want to get in that is about star wars and i've seen it a bit today on facebook it is the rogue one poster with the uh meme over it now the election is over we can focus on what really matters now there is a lot of scared people in uh, the world in america you might not agree they should be scared but they are and to post up something like that that says we can focus on really matters to me that's embarrassing to the star wars fandom it is probably against what the message of star wars is I can't wait for Rogue One, but I don't think that's what really matters. And, you know, the people that posted it might just say, I just posted it for fun. I didn't think that. Well, now more than ever, maybe you should think about what you post and how it affects other people. Because people being scared or fearful, their family's future, their partner's future, their future is really important to me. That's what matters. And a fun sci-fi film is awesome, but let's not send the message on Facebook that people's fears do not matter to you. I think they matter to you. I know they matter to my listeners because they are awesome people. And one of my listeners, one of my friends, and one of the people who I listen to every week is our 
co-host today. Welcome to the podcast from the Geek Dudes podcast down in Melbourne, Chris Fresh. Hey now. Hey now, Steel and Steelites. Is that what we call your listeners, Steel? I don't think they've got an actual they're name. Just, they're just my friends. They're just your friends? Um, yeah, I think getting, obviously not wanting to get too political, I think the a better way to put it was was let's distract ourselves with Star Wars because it is a bit of fun and a bit of escapism. And if there was ever a week it's needed, I would probably suggest it's this one. Totally agree. And I sort of, I don't know, my, my sort of role in people's lives as it's evolved doing these podcasts, both this one and I Love Gringo Letters, is that fun distraction from their problems. And, it's a, you know, it's an hour or two of mucking about and fun. And I know I was a little bit distressed about the, the state of the world and I seeked refuge in, um, you know, podcast myself. I, I, I went and, and found one that I knew I could count on just to talk about mindless, fun stuff. So um, it is and a privilege to take that role in, uh, in the listeners' lives, you know. But let's leave that there in mm-hmm. the... Uh, it's what's said is said. In, in Steel Wars, things that are going on, we just posted up last week's call-in show with Amanda Ward. That's now up on the feed. And the latest interview episode is with the Troops's, the Troops creator, the uh, classic fan film that parodied Star Wars, Kevin Rubio. And another new Great thing episode. in... Oh, thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. Mm. Another... Um, on in, in the Steel Wars media empire is the Facebook group, the, the closed Facebook group, but all listeners are welcome. You just got to click, I want to join. And it's the Steel Wars Listener Safe Haven. And it is a sane place to discuss Star Wars. And I think we've been going for about a day. We've got about 108 members. And you're in there, Chris. I have to say, oh. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm so stoked with how it's going so far. It, it, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I'm very happy with my decision. I'd like to think that as all of us enjoy Star Wars, but in that page in particular, if we can all post with a slight smirk on our face, we'll we'll all get along a lot better. Because getting back to the topic of Star Wars being fun, that's exactly what it is. And I know the internet is used to carry on. I've done it many a time. In fact, my whole show is a platform for me to carry on about ridiculous things. But um, (laughs) I I think when you get to the point on a Star Wars discussion where you just want to turn off your computer, it's, uh, is that what it's about? You know, but I was proud to be one of the first people to actually troll you on your own page, Steel. Um, I frantically, <laughs> I frantically, when I saw it, it went up, I went, great, I'm going to Google a rumor about an Obi-Wan trilogy film because I just know that's a complete type of BS <laughs> that would drive you crazy. <laughs> and it is completely ridiculous. Um, I'll believe something's happening usually right when I get the press release or a very reliable source would say something's about to come out. I believe the thing once. Jason Ward texts me an uh, interesting text message. Uh, a, a please call me now message. That, that's, that's when I start believing stuff, when you get the, uh, 
when you get the, the, the bat phone from Jason Ward. That's when you know something. Eating up. And, hashtag um, Wardy. Hashtag Wardy. Um, you're the only person I've ever heard refer to him as that. That is so Australian. It, it is very Australian. Like, I always just assume when American C is just chuck a Y on the end of everybody's name or an O such as Mendo, they must think, <laughs> what's wrong with these people? It's like colonized by convicts people. <laughs> um, I, yeah, when you, when you did troll me, I was just like, oh, that guy. <laughs> Oh, I did say it's, it's out of my system. And then people start legitimately debating it. It was like, no, this isn't for further discussion. We're meant to look at it and go, ha, 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 got him, and um, move on. There is no Obi-Wan trilogy films. I think Ewan McGregor would be fantastic. I don't think I don't know that there's a story there. I'm more, uh, still, I'm more all about Smiths. Get me Smith. that Bail Organa action. Yeah, love me some Smiths. Was um, very excited to see that um, Smiths may be doing a cameo in Rogue One and was disappointed at the lack of Smiths this morning when Star Wars came down to rescue us all and distract us and give us a topic to talk about. Yeah, no, Smiths is in. Yes, so Smiths is in, but we don't think it's in for very long. Yeah, no, he, he said Smiths has gone on record and said that he's in it and it, it's the most cameo of cameos. But, um... Okay. <laughs> so, Let's see, that's I don't know. Morning. Give us some more Smiths. Oh, you want a full Smiths... A, a Smithology? Well, Smiths being um, the leader we all need on Alderaan, I, I'd be interested in seeing that. What was going on on Alderaan before it met its doom? Sounds like a fantastic place. It almost sounds like you want a vacation at Alderaan. That doesn't make for good movies, though. Just a, a casual day in Alderaan. No, I think, I think it's, t- it's time for the Star Wars rom-com, and by that I don't mean Attack of the Clones. <laughs> you want a, um, a, a movie called Driving Miss Organa? No, maybe a bit more of a Leo DiCaprio, the beach-style setting, since beaches seem all the rage in movies at the moment. You know, Alderaan had a lot of water, it seemed. I, I wouldn't mind a bit of a a romance of something going on on Alderaan. I, I think it's got a lot of water, so you want Jimmy Smith to jump the shark. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say, I want Jimmy Smith's glistening coming out of the water, slicking back his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for that. Too. All right, let's... Uh, is, who do we go? We've got a couple... One person on hold. We will get to you very shortly. What did you make of this international trailer? I know you have... A, a quick chance to uh, check it out today? Yeah. Like the first thing I sort of noticed, is it me? Because I felt the same with Force Awakens. Do uh, international trailers feel like they flow differently from normal trailers? I don't... It just... It always feels to me that they feel a little jilted when they're put together. Um, uh, if that was the right word. Um, yeah, but I, look, I think it's... Uh, we're at the point that we as Star Wars fans know what we're going to get. And this just hypes up that excitement heaps more. I keep saying this is, this movie feels like we're sitting in the sand pit as kids playing Star Wars with our figures, having a battle. And that's almost what we're seeing on screen. And give me more. I'm, I'm up for this. I'm ready. Like, let's get to the big Steel Wars premiere screening and let's go. <laughs> the, I, I agree with the, the I was commenting on this on 
Facebook at, or on, on Twitter or somewhere, on, on the internet, the good old mm. internet, that's that, that place of joy. The, <laughs> the, yeah, this one seemed not as edited as smoothly. Mm. It, it seems like it's a bit, I don't know, jolty or I don't know, there's, just, there's something about it that's not as smooth. The, well, the that's what I felt thing, with The Force Awakens too. Yeah. It it just yeah it just doesn't seem as I don't know I, I I think smooth is the way I can I can put forth but very strange I should point out that the uh, the chat room is open there's a, a healthy uh, conversation going on in there Patrick Bonfrisco who um, is actually doing the show notes for these live episodes now thank you Pat he uh, is enjoying the he's enjoying the Facebook group. Much that he's uh he's made the claim that Steel has made Facebook great again. Not that good, not that good a group, unfortunately. Not that good a group. But can't wait I, for um, the lousy, ill-fitting hats. Oh, they're coming. Don't worry. I'm never, never afraid to um to to merch to merch. Up. Emily in the chat room, who's uh, been a Steel Wars guest, would uh to how much new footage is in the trailer, and is debating. To watch, I, I, I don't know. I don't think there's that much new footage. There, there is a little bit. I, I, I'm going to go with a, a 25% new footage. Nothing too so I exposing. Say, I would say that if you feel you've seen all you want to see before seeing it in the cinemas, you sort of. I got with TFE that I don't want to really see anymore. You know, I've taken in enough of the vibe. I'm suitably hyped and I'll see, I'll see you at the cinema. And I think with Rogue One, we've definitely reached that point of unless you want to keep seeing more and more snippets, which means less will be experienced as new in the cinema. I think you can probably just be happy with what we've already seen. Yeah. I, my thing is always like, you may as well just watch it because you're just going to see screenshots of it on Instagram and stuff. So you may as well just enjoy it with mm. the music and, and the sound. So it's, it's sort of more of a, like I could have done without it. I, I wasn't chomping at the bit for another one, but my thing is like, well, you may as well just watch it and enjoy it the, in, in its best format for the first time rather than seeing um, little snippets around. I, well, Darth, Darth Vader giving us a bit of blue steel in the trailer. He, <laughs> a bit of a side view of him, um, which seemed to get a lot of people excited. It's just like, yeah, it's just another shot of Darth. <laughs> like, if you want to impress oh. me, let's hear him talk. Yeah, for sure. Or, or ignite, ignite the red. It's, yeah, the Darth Vader thing. I actually saw some leaked Darth Vader photos a, a long time ago, I guess. And it was just like, it's Darth Vader. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, the same man that's appeared on that thing for years. Yeah, like, I don't know. And, and I know there's, like, fans that can go, oh, he's tunics this way and that way, but I'm not one of those people. It just, it's, I just look at a Stormtrooper from every, you know, Star Wars film and go, yep, Stormtrooper and, and Darth Vader, like, <laughs> Darth Vader. I, I don't have that that intricate sort of costume knowledge. The one thing I thought was very curious was 
a very quick Death Star shot. Mm. Now, I won't say what it is for because uh, Emily's in the chat room, but there's a very quick Death Star shot that does spoil something, and it was something that I had theorized. Which tomorrow night on now this is podcasting, I will be to Jason Ward about because I threw up that theory to him, and uh, old Saunders comes correct. So I'll be sticking it to Woody. Hollywood, yeah, I've got to get a bit Hollywood steel. The thing was, it was so quick that I didn't even see it the first time. So I was sort of like, why even put it in? Because it was so quick. Like it didn't even... It's funny, I I didn't catch it either. I did not catch it either. I, I was exactly the same as you and saw somebody write something. I was like, really? That happened in the trailer? <laughs> and I went back and I said, oh, look, there it is. Yeah, very strange. But I'm pumped. I, I definitely don't have four seconds pumpedness, but nor should I. I, I think it's I, um, unfair to compare. You know, as, as we sort of, you know, in the build-up to um, Force Awakens, you know, we did acknowledge this was it. This was the Halley's Comet, double rainbow, aurora light, all happening at once, um, movie event of the millennia. And um, to just to strap in and enjoy it. And I feel like we did, well, Chris. Yeah, we'll never be in a world where we really believe there won't be any more Star Wars ever again. <laughs> I know. And, it's, um, it, you know it's, it's here. <laughs> Yeah, and I've talked about it before. Like, it's so weird because I, I've got these two distinct memories coming out of Jedi as a very young boy and, and coming out of Revenge of the Sith at the Knox Theatre, actually, with that same feeling of, like, oh, it's over and never again. Never mm. again. <laughs> hey, um, we've got... Uh, We've got stacks of empty uh, room on the call-in line, so if you ever wanted to call in, now is the uh, the time to do it. But we are going to go to 405. Who are you, and where might you be calling from? This is Aaron from Oklahoma City. Hey, Aaron in Oklahoma City. What's happening? What's on your mind in the world of Star Wars today? Well, I did have a question, but it pertains to a certain image in the latest trailer that you did not want to mention. So, <laughs> well, thanks, um, so I have a, uh, I have another question. You can, you can skip around it if you want. Um, well, muffs, I, Emily, muffs. As much as I Go respect ahead. Emily, it, has, it, it is now in the ether of the internet, and I, I'm doing my best for her not to know. Everyone in the chat room's gone crazy telling her to put on earmuffs. Um, oh, she's going to mute it. Okay, she's muted. All right. She has um, now muted. And I feel like it's been built up, like, way bigger now because now the only thing I had to say was basically that the this trailer answered a question, at least, that I've heard about, talked about on multiple podcasts. Uh, obviously, that question is, yes, it does in this movie. But I, did, I didn't know. It sucks know to live how, on Jeddah. It sucks to live on Jeddah. Yeah, a, a, absolutely, absolutely. That's uh, that's what it absolutely appears to look like as the U-wing is st- very fastly trying to get out of there. 
but yeah, I just uh, I now that we do know that, do you think that changes anything in the movie or any kind of I'm not sure how I how to how to word that right, but I, maybe you know okay. what I'm talking I, about. I've been thinking about it and I I sort of always supposed that that was why Jetta was in a uh, a lot of problems a lot of issues, and I, I don't think Jetta gets blown up. I, I, I think it will rip it up and make a mess of it, and they'll be able to keep that you know, old Iranian, the final test of its full power in check. And I suppose that it means that Jetta is a first half segment of the film. You know, much, you know, Star Wars films yeah. traditionally sort of have three environments. You know, of course, it's not a traditional Star Wars film, so we're going to get rid of the crawl to show everyone how different it is. And <laughs> I, I, so I, I guess it means that, you know, perhaps that happens and then maybe they then go to that, that meeting on Yavin 4 and then they head to Scarif to do the final mission. That, that would be my interpretation of how the show yeah, think, will go. I think Scarif's going to be the, uh, definitely the third act. I'm pretty sure. Am I, am I out to lunch or is Jeddah like a planet that sort of looks up to the Force or follows the Force without being Jedis? Or have I just created that in my brain? No, no, your lunch is correct. Uh, I'm glad that my lunch is great. So do, do we think it was deliberately targeted because of those reasons? Well, apparently they're having... It, it's it's like the fourth Thanksgiving or something, and people are going <laughs> there to fourth celebrate the fourth. Yeah, for the rest well, of so the... Supposed... And, and then the Death Star is going to have its own airing of grievances. <laughs> But then, and then also the I uh, did a legit spit take then. <laughs> supposedly mining for kyber crystals as well, right? Yeah, yeah, then... got to get those crystals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey guys, don't forget you can get on the Steel Wars merch store and for just $5 Australian, get a 10-pack of Steel Wars stickers. You get 5 your Snoke Theory suck stickers and 5 have you seen him, Luke Skywalker tribute stickers? And along with that, you get 10, 10 premium downloads the instant you purchase. So you've got something to listen to while you wait for your stickers to arrive. All the details and sweet buttons to click are at SteelWars.com. Uh, I do have one other quick thing about the uh, the new trailer. Uh, so Emily can just keep it on mute, I guess. Hang on, Aaron, uh, just for a second. I just realized yo. Rogue One, the Death Star ignited the green. Oh, that is, that's absolutely <laughs> true. You should be very excited. <laughs> I, I didn't think about that, but that, that, that did happen. That uh, is a loophole. I'm not counting it. <laughs> uh, does the... the, the, ne- the next the, next we'll be counting Ezra on, on Rebels is doing it. <laughs> On on uh, the the two young girls we see that are Jen, presumably, obviously, uh, are those two girls that we see in those shots? Are they? Is it the same girl? I can't tell from the the trailer because one thing that uh, I did notice was in 
in in two different shots in the trailer, Galen has a substantially bigger beard when he's talking to uh, when he's talking to Jen. So I'm just trying to place where you know where all these things happen. And Mad said about you know it, that interview that there were three different ages of Jen. So I was trying to piece all that together because I couldn't tell if the uh, girls were the same or not. I love being a bead watch, Aaron. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if, yeah, I have a big beard, so I'm I'm always looking out. You know, my buddy Hawes. So. Oh, I like nice. big beards, and I cannot lie. <laughs> beard, beard, recognized beard. Yeah, no, um, for sure. We smell each other. Yeah. <laughs> I. I'm a little bit. I didn't really keep track of the def, of the different gins in the trailer, but yeah, I think Mads has. Um, confirmed that there is three gins in the film. Of course, um, the, uh, the the full size gin, and then two micro gins. Well, if they release a book about this movie, just on Mads talking about that, uh, I think they should subtitle it "Accents, Accents, and Spoilers: The Lead Up to Rogue One," <laughs> because <laughs> they, it just seems these people just get a little bit loose and wild with what they're describing on these shows. It's very un-Star Wars to be giving away such plot points. Yeah, I, I think the big the book should be called MakingStarWars.net. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. <40. laughs> But yeah, they, uh, uh, all reports, or one report, is that um, yeah, there's going to be three different aged gins. So um, yeah, anything else, Aaron? No, I think I think we're good. I think uh, Emily can un uh, unmute it now, and we're good to keep rolling on. All right, nice. It is. Uh, well, better know in the chat room. I have to say, I, I was saying how proud I was of everyone the Steel Wars listener safe haven, but everyone is supporting Emily in the chat room with her censorship, and she's now back, I think. She's been... Patrick has given her the all unmute clear, and... uh, (laughs) It it, it is kind of great. I... um, Yeah, her episode was great when she was on as a guest, so... Yeah, she seems like a very cool person. Oh, listen to Azza. She is a very cool really, person. Yeah, she is. She's great. Can I call you Azza? <laughs> well, I can now. <laughs> oh. You've got no choice. You're on the phone with two Australians. So. Uh, Azza. I, yeah, whatever. Azza hey, whatever you guys want to call me, just call me something. <laughs> Hey, Aaron, um, thanks so much for your call. I'm going to put you back on hold, and uh, feel free to call in whenever you want. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you soon. Cheers, mate. Hey, now. And that was Azza. Azza is quite a... Um, that, that is... Yeah, that's the go-to. That is the go-to. Um, Azza's very courteous. Yeah. I think most people are, are pretty courteous that are involved in the shows. That's, uh, that's pretty sweet. I'm just, I'm just watching the, um, the trailer now to find some, some new little bits. Some nuggets, I, um, which means Emily, out you go. No, 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 we're not going to, no, no. I, I, I don't think there's anything else to really, um, so much of it is reused. Yeah. And there's just one shot that kind of puts things into perspective 
perspective. But what was your, what's your preference? Do you prefer the bratty gin that we got early or hopeful leader gin that we appear to be getting now? Oh no, hopeful, hopeful. I don't, I don't want, I don't want bratty. We've got enough mm. bratty lead characters in Star Wars, I think. So um, I, I was really relieved when she was not begrudging her father. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like I hate him. All right, I'll save him, but it's going to be begrudging. And they reconcile at the end, and then he gets killed or something. Like, like that. That's a sort of a classic trope. So I, I was sort of, I was glad we didn't have the um, the angry uh, sibling, you know, the begrudging sibling sort of thing of like you left me. Yeah, because um, it did it did seem to set her up like that early, you know, with the yes, sir. That's how worth that was daughter. Uh, um, and yeah, but it has tonally shifted into she's more somebody you can get behind as opposed to like an anti-hero in the movie. Yeah, and I sort of I don't know, I, I want to be like inspired by the people. Star Wars, do you know what I mean? And I, I think that's the hard thing about, you know, Anakin Skywalker and, and, and Ezra is, you know, they're the heroes, but they're also not very inspiring as Yeah, a, li- as a little heroes. more Jin, a little more Jin Erso than Jin Arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> what marvellous wordplay. What marvellous <laughs> wordplay. I am a um, wordsmith. Nice. All right, we've got something on hold. Let's check out what 530, who are you and where are you going from? I'm Elon Salvador and I'm calling from California. Elon, you you are a member of the uh, Listener Safe Haven. Yeah, I am. I'm the one who Congrats said on the win. The Trump, though. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, nobody word of the show. Banned. We're not allowed to talk about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, that, that's that's great, but you know, <laughs> the the perfect hero is Luke Skywalker. That that is what all other heroes to, should strive to be. I've been talking recently with people and saying Luke Skywalker is better than Han Solo, and they've been like really not agreeing with me on that one. Matt, mm. you, you've totally redeemed your um, initial slip-up at the start of your call. Um, I'm not sure if you're just pandering to my tastes or what, but yes, Luke's okay. Although I do have to say that the return of Han Solo in Star Wars at the end, the all-clear-now kid, let's blow this thing and go home, that, 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 that to me is, is one of the essences of Star Wars. You know, things are down... Someone comes through in a clinch, saves the day, like, and, and, you know, ends up coming through for his friends. It's great. But yeah, Skywalker is, I don't know, I always just, that, that was the, the person that I, who I saw Star Wars through, you know, like the whole, you know, I was, I was the little kid brother and the whole thing of him pointing to the lights on the Falcon going, what's that mean? It's like, yeah, fair enough. What does that mean? Answer the question, Han Solo. Don't be such a stickler. I think the best hero in Star Wars is Bail Organa. I'm all Smiths. That man, <laughs> uh. 
that man no. adopted a baby girl without even thinking about it, didn't even really consult the wife. He just sort of took her in. Like, Smits is the true hero. Everybody else in Star Wars is flawed, but I'm telling you, Smits is the man. Well, Wedge Antilles has no flaws. He started at the bottom, and he worked his way up in the rebellion. And Luke just got there and instantly was a part of it. Yeah, Not but I really exactly turned on there. I turned on Dennis Lawson with his oh, why would I revisit Star Wars nonsense with the Force Awakens? That sort of put me off Wedge a little bit. Yeah, but just because he doesn't want to come back and get thrust into the Star Wars high life doesn't mean necessarily that his character isn't great. I mean, Han Solo himself, Harrison Ford, really did not want to do that kind of thing. He's done. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I, I think he didn't, and then I, I think he got one over. He, he's so. I, I I think his enthusiasm for doing it again, you know, even if if he had hesitated so much in the past, I I I, I kind of think it really it's shunned through. Um, Age and millions of dollars really mellows a person. And and yeah. Millions and, and billions and, of dollars. And he might be living that California lifestyle as well. Yeah, but screw yeah, you, B-Law, you're a real jerk. But <laughs> we legal here now, so he doesn't have anything to worry about. Uh, I don't think he had anything to worry about <laughs> before. Maybe, that, maybe yeah. that earring not being in vogue is about his biggest worry. Does he still have that earring, Harrison Ford? It was ridiculous. He, do, he does. Uh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it up close, up close. Coming from a real fashionista over here. But. <laughs> <laughs> Elon, anything else in your mind about uh, you've you've got some excellent views about the great man Luke Skywalker? What did you think about the international trailer? I thought it was great, and I loved being able to see the Death Star shooting <gasps> off, even if it was only for like a second. Oh, he did it. <laughs> You have broken two rules today, sir. Keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> this chat room has gone crazy. <laughs> he did it. Oh, gosh. We're trying. We're really trying. Sorry, um, Lindo. <laughs> well, at least she's got a nickname now. <laughs> All right, Ewan. Uh, thanks so much for calling. I will see you over at the safe haven. I'll put you back on hold so you can keep listening. And we have got someone calling via Skype. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hello? Yes. I guess it's me. Yeah. Uh, Who talks first? You talk first, we talk first. Hey Brad, where are you calling from, my man? Uh, British Columbia, Canada. Nice. Love the Canadians. Uh, Love the Canadians. How are you guys doing? Yeah, super good, man. What's on your mind in the world of Star Wars uh, this evening? Well, well, I've been trying to call him for a while, so it's a bit older. It was about the new reshoots. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> With the rumors that they are going to be making the movie more lighter, I was wondering if you guys mm-hmm. think that it, they're going to do the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe type thing where 
it's all the movies kind of feel the same. You know, they're all good, but I'm wondering if you like if you guys like that or you want some like I don't know like a romantic comedy or like yeah, a, you know a, a rom com something. You know what I mean? Just wondering your guys' thoughts on that. Yeah, I I don't know if uh, I guess the Marvel movies they have a little bit of variance. I think Ant like Man the, felt the winter- very different. Yeah, when you look at Ant-Man compared to Winter Soldier, they're definitely pretty different. But I, like, I want, like, it's funny, like, if they do a, you know, like, if the Han Solo film, because you've got the um, Lego movie crew doing it, if it's, you know, a bit more funnier, that's fine. But I, I don't know if I want a Star Wars comedy. Like, I still want my Star Wars to be Star Wars. Do you think you could ever get used to a movie that doesn't have that iconic music that hits you? It, like, just say with the Han Solo movie, if they went differently, a complete different type of sound for the movie, do you think that would jar us too far out of Star Wars? Or do you think it's a possibility? Like, no Force theme, nothing, you know, uh, nothing, like, no traditional Star Wars theme, nothing. Mm, I don't know. I... I, I... It doesn't appeal to me. I um, I'm not I'm not a person that's huge into change. I go to mm. I go to a restaurant. I find something I like, and I just keep eating it every time. I I'm I, I yeah. So I, you know, that's why I I I, I want the crawl at the start because feeling of sitting in a, a, a theater and it's a new crawl and you know. A lot time ago then you know that it's gonna the star wars logo is going to explode and stay back and i love that feeling and you only get it had it seven times ever and I, i'd like it yeah, a few that, more that's times. Re- that's really about to change buddy like yeah at i'm never going to complain about too much star wars i'm not going to be one of those people but there is i will admit to there is a bit of magic to anticipation and a bit of a wait but we're not going to be given that opportunity anytime soon there's um i i don't see the saga stopping at episode nine Definitely not. Mm. But to, to Brad's question, like about the reshoots and stuff, it, it's that classic internet nerd comment where you go, well, if they do it good, I'm fine with it. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. Well, if you do anything good, it's going to be good. But I don't want to steer too off. Like people want, you know, a lot of people wanted like the, the gritty war movie and I think we're going to get, you know, in Star Wars terms, uh, you know, a bit of a gritty war movie. But, like, I still want to have a, a lot of fun. It's going to be gritty for Star Wars, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. And, and if it was coming across a bit too gritty for Star Wars, then I'm, I'm fine with reshooting some scenes. I, I want to walk out like oppressed by the film. I, 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 like when I went and saw Civil War and, um, you know, during the, uh, the, the air scene, 
with the uh, mm-hmm. the world's greatest Star Wars reference, I was laughing, <laughs> laughing, cheering, and gasping at the same time. That's what I want when I go see a Star Wars film. Like I just I, I just want to be delighted. I want to feel like a, a seven year old boy, and I, I just want to have an awesome time. So I don't see the um, you know the, the reshoots to make it a bit you know have a bit more levity as necessarily a negative thing and and you know who knows we, we won't know till the, the film is out we, we, we're never going to get to see the other version i can i can almost guarantee yeah. you of that no extended um, version of this is coming out oh well, i was going to say they usually only do extended versions if the first one's not the first cut's not very good yeah it's if they should call it the apology blu-ray yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the the exception to that rule would be um, Lord of the Rings. You know, How they dare you bring the up extended version. How dare you? I um, I got that DVD and I've never I've never watched it. I I I sort of started watching it and I was just like, oh, too much walking, too much like. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking in the extended version of this very long film. After those last movies, I'd never want to see a Hobbit ever again. Australia, Steel Wars is hitting the road hot on the heels of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It all starts in Melbourne, back at Knox, for the midnight premiere screening of Rogue One, a Star Wars story, in conjunction with Star Walking Inc. and the post-premiere direct reaction live podcast with tons of guests much like we did last year for the force awakens but we'll get it finished a little bit earlier there'll be bus services available as well we can't put those tickets on sale yet but mark your calendars it is wednesday the 14th of december bleeding into thursday morning the 15th of december People are already booking their plane tickets coming down. This is going to be awesome. We'll also have limited bus seats from the city. First dibs for those tickets will go to Steel Wars supporters. Details on how to sign up to be a Steel Wars supporter at the end of the episode. Then, that weekend, we head to Sydney for a Steel Wars I Love Gringo Letters doubleheader at the Chippendale Hotel, 17th of December, starting at 2pm. And then Sunday, the 18th of December, we are back to the bright side in Brisbane for another Steel Wars I Love Gringo Letters doubleheader, kicking off at 2pm. And the thing is, with Sydney and Queensland, if you're a Steel Wars supporter... I have posted on the Steel Wars supporter page a code which will get you $4 off per ticket, thus paying for that month's Steel Wars support. And then some, you get a dollar change. So if you want to come, you may as well just sign up to the supporter page, get the extra content and uh, save four bucks. Cannot wait. The live shows are so much fun and hot on the heels of a new Star Wars film. The guests, the crowd, and your host, little old me, Steel Saunders, will be fired up. Experience Star Wars with other fans in the most fun environment going. For more details, go to steelwars.com. 
when I was sitting in the Force Awakens, the one thing I, I when I started laughing very early in the film, I thought was to myself, I forgot how funny Star Wars is. And you get all caught up in this hype and excitement. And it's like, they are funny films. There's a lot of moments where you, you do get to have a laugh and have a break from the action and the drama and everything. And I think to not have that in a Star Wars film definitely would not feel Star Warsy. And I think at, at the moment, we're at a period of time where trying anything too risque in these early days would be a mistake. People would go after Disney hard if it was like, this isn't my Star Wars. What is this? Um, I don't think Disney's really willing to take that risk just yet. I would um, have to correct you there, um, Christopher, and, and say it, sh- it showed you how funny Star Wars can be. Because let us not forget the um, open mic comedy stylings of C-3PO at the Geonosian battle. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, I thought you were going to go after Jar Jar then. I, th- I think there's nothing funnier than Jar Jar's tongue hanging out all numb. I actually, I laugh at that, damn it. Uh, I, I think that's, that, that's funny in a vacuum, but it, mm. it's, it's the other that let it down. Like, is I, I don't is the tongue I'm not sure even if you're familiar with it. But I wonder if the tongue is in the the Phantom edit or not because <laughs> get the tongue out campaign was was heavy was heavy on the web pages at the time. But thank God, how good is this show to give you this info? Thank God Yoda didn't fart in Revenge of the Sith. Oh man, oh, oh that is whoa, like it's. Oh, I can't even. <laughs> Wait, I can't did, did we all did, did we all like hold our breath in fear? I always say this when the hopper in The Force Awakens is there drinking that water, and I was just looking bum, going, "Please don't fart," <laughs> because it just paused at that moment of he could have a real Lucas moment here, and that thing lets rip, but they didn't do it. Yeah, I, I think. Um... The, the the humor that JJ and they they got a bit too carried away with was the the callback humor. I think I think they they overstepped the mark a, a few times with that. With they, they sort of went back to the well a, a couple of times too many, in my opinion, which is humble most of the time. Well, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. There's some comedy. <laughs> what else is going on Brad got anything else on your mind actually yeah I do because uh, I might not be able to get back in I'm on break so I, I only get a certain amount of time to try to call in I was thinking about the you know how you hate how or I don't know maybe hate's a strong word but how they changed the the line uh, it's true all of it for The Force mm-hmm. Awakens because I know when I'm talking to my brothers I've used that reference and it's like we get it now but someone 10 years from now is not they're gonna be like oh you're misquoting the film do you yeah. is there any lines in the new rogue one trailers that you're you know you would hate you would just hate it if they were to change them i can't quote it properly but the the power is immeasurable but i don't oh, really have the that power up. we're dealing with here is immeasurable that one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, I, I don't, I don't really have a, a strong emotional ta- attachment to it. It's more just like, 
Mendo. But uh, not got that power. Power. Yeah, it, it would it suck would be- if it didn't have the same punch in the movie as it does in the trailer. I think yeah, that would be the exactly, worst part. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Force Awakens ones, you know, that one, and then there was the um, It's True All of It one that, that had something else inserted into it. Like when he says the Jedi. Yeah. Um, the Force. And then they were saying something, It's True All of It. And yeah, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just beating the same drum, but I just think once you've lost in as an iconic saying and and you know that like Han Solo saying these these lines in the lead up to the Force Awakens like it it was iconic and and, and I, I'm like I, I, I think unless Darth Vader said something in in the trailer and it's got the the levity to um to drop an iconic line pre-movie but yeah I, I was I thought it was kind of inconsiderate to change them, and it, well, it is still sort of sad. Still's going to be very bummed out. Um, I have heard from my very good sources that Mendo's just having actual, actually a casual conversation with Darth Vader, and Mendo just goes, "Ha, it's immeasurable." And Darth Vader goes, "What?" And he goes, "Power!" And it's just <laughs> going to completely ruin the scene for you. Yeah. No, in the reshoots, he. He's just got a scarf on instead of a cape. And he takes a drag of a cigarette before he hits the power line. <laughs> so the reason I asked was the, uh, the Donnie Ann's character. He has that line, I think it's the second trailer, where he says, I fear nothing, all is as the fourth. The way it's cut, it kind of seems like there might be something in between. Because it kind of it kind of feels almost choppy if you listen back to it. Yeah, there's a few looks to rebels in um, you know when they're all in the ship. Like to me, it just seems like oh, this is definitely not how it's going to come down. Like they they are not that reaction is not in real time to what she just said. Like yeah. so, I, I think I'm sort of just aware of it, but. I, have like you know I'm so amped and 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 they're excited for it, but, but I you know to to be honest and I think it's fair enough I just don't have that emotional attachment and hype to um you know come on because, yeah, follow, guys yeah anything else otherwise we'll uh, we've got a couple more people on hold just love the podcast you too uh, Chris and oh, uh, thanks Brad Olds good man. And, uh, you know, have a good night or morning, depending on where you are. And uh, I'll try to call in next week. And I welcome that so much, Brad. And uh, if you're on, on Facebook uh, and you're not already, come uh, join us at the Steel Wars Listener Safe Haven. If you can't oh, get through to awesome. Steel, just give me a call. Fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. All right. Cheers, man. I, I I thought a lot about what to call the group, and mm. I, I was I was trying to express what it was about. <laughs> and I was sort of just like, yeah, I thought Safe Haven summed it up for me. 
Um, yeah, it did seem that um, internet discussion of Star Wars in certain groups was breaking you. <laughs> it wasn't. I, although <laughs> I, 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 I did... I did have a go at Paul Jones. Paul Jones is um, your co-host, uh, Jonesy, on um, on the Geek Dudes podcast. And mm. he's a, a great friend of mine who helps out the podcast a lot. He's, he's trimming up these uh, episodes for us. So thanks, Good Jonesy. Man. But I did, did, yeah, I was like, oh, God, I'm coming under fire for this. That you, you made out like I was attacking eight-year-olds on the internet about their <laughs> Star Wars views. Yeah, besmirching steel is one of the one of our favourite things to do on the Geek Dudes podcast. It's good fun. Yeah, I just, people, it's just, I don't know. It's just, they Wait, just react. Steel doesn't take on board the great Australian slogan of no worries. Because like with Snoke theories, it's like, oh, who cares? What? I couldn't care less if somebody comes up with the snow theory. It's a reason that doesn't particularly bother me. Um, I just go with what people said before The Force Awakens came out. And it was like, Snoke is Snoke. And it's like, fair enough, because how many people in Star Wars are just themselves? Yeah. I there's mm. Yeah, there's a real need. People have a real need to, um, you know, I always say it's like some fans' dream that there's only 12 different characters in Star Wars. And, and I think... Is it three or four functioning vaginas? <laughs> yeah, well, look, that's better than what they had in the early stages. Yes, yes. All right, we have got uh, we have got about five minutes left on the clock. Uh, we've got two people on hold, so if you want to call in, there is still time. If you call in and you just get put on hold, you can hear the bonus section that we say for supporters on the supporter page. So uh, there's a little cheat for you. So I think we'll do one more call and uh, and then that's one four and then 201 we'll get to you in the support session after we um, plug everything that needs to be plugged. So let's go to 614. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hey, this is King Tom from Ohio. Steel and Chris, thanks for taking my call. How are you guys doing? King Tom, back on the line. Back to back. Yeah, you know, you were you were asking for callers earlier and I, I had an idea for something and I was gonna write I was gonna write it into um Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners for their you write it segment, but at the rate they're going they you, won't get to it until about February. I think you pronounced the podcast name wrong. <laughs> what what is it supposed to be? It's Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for wieners. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I missed out on that. Um, <laughs> but I had an idea. You guys, you guys were talking about the, um, the intro to Rogue One yep. earlier. Have you ever read the, um, the novelization to Star Wars by Alan Dean, Fla- Alan Dean Foster Sr.? I have years ago many times the one by right. um excellent yeah the um the pro the, the novel had a prologue that it was just a few paragraphs about you know the the old republic and it was very vague because of course none of this stuff was formulated yet but that it ended with a quote from princess leia or i think it's she's quoted as organo leia organa of alderaan senator and the quote was they were in the wrong place at the wrong time naturally they became heroes. 
what if Rogue One opened with like a documentary style montage narrated by Carrie Fisher? And like the very last thing, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, then this montage narrated by her, that, and then that quote at the end right before it goes into the movie. The problem is she sounds like Herman Munster these days. Well, she doesn't sound yeah. like Princess Leia. Yeah, her voice is a little bit different. <laughs> hmm. You, you, you've interested me. Oh, good. You've, you've interested with yeah. Her I, voice I, is I, brutal, I, though. Yeah, but she looks, she looks fine, but that voice. Well, they could, they could get Ben Burt to do some. Magical mystery voice manipulation or something. Don't smoke, kids. It's a nasty habit. <laughs> I mean, she did. Um, yeah, that's the least of her problems. Um, or for my. <laughs> By smoke, I mean crack. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> or they could get. I don't know. There's a. On the Star Tours ride, it's a pretty convincing Princess Leia. And that's, that's new okay. um, action. But um, what I'm going to do, King Tom, we will continue this. Okay. Um, if you want to, hold, okay. we'll. Um, I'm just going to put you on hold for a sec, and we'll go sure. into the supporter bonus section as we've only got a minute forty go. Um, a huge thanks to everyone in the chat room. You delight me with your conversation, and how cool you are to each other. And uh, if you're listening to this, feel free to join the Steel Star Wars Safe Haven. I've got to put a link to it on page of steelwars.com because I'm not sure how hard it is to find on uh, Facebook but it's in the first few uh, uh, posts on uh, the Steel Wars page at the moment. Now, Christopher, you do two podcasts. Let us know what they're all about. Okay. Geek Dudes is a very not safe for work chat a bunch of, with a bunch of mates talking geeky stuff in pop culture that um, attention. It's a fun podcast. We do talk a lot of Star Wars and of um, Steel Wars on there, so that's good fun. And if you're in Australia and you were a child of the 80s and 90s, you'd remember TV institution Hey Hey It's Saturday. And we now recap old episodes of Hey Hey It's Saturday on our podcast, Hey Hey It's the Podcast. And you can find both of them at facebook.com forward slash geek dudes and facebook.com forward slash Hey Hey It's the Podcast. Awesome. Hey, um we're probably going to stick with this time next week. So it will be Thursday night in America, Friday afternoon, early afternoon in Australia. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're off to the supporter section and may that force be with you. Let's get King Tom. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that super fun time with Chris Fresh from the Geek Dudes podcast. Uh, They've just got a new episode up and it's relatively safe to listen to. It's probably not safe for work, but uh, I think they're on their best behavior. It's a Ripper episode. They talk about all things in pop culture and Star Wars, so uh, if that's your thing, it's my thing, so check it out. The Steel Wars live call-in show will return this week. 
Uh, if you are in LA on Pacific time, it will be 6 p.m. Thursday night, which makes New York will be 9 p.m. on Thursday night, which means in Melbourne, Australia, it will be 1 p.m. Friday afternoon. London, man, you're bumming. It is Friday morning at 2 a.m. Brisbane, you're at 12 o'clock Friday afternoon. Dubai, 6 a.m. Stockholm, 3 a.m. Friday morning. Chicago, you are 8 p.m. Thursday night. Edmonton, you are 7 p.m. Adelaide, you are 12.30, which is weird that you are on the half hour. But that's Adelaide for you. That said, I will see you at the Adelaide Fringe. <laughs> Please come. You know I love you, Adelaide. I love you so much. Our guest will be Tyler Westhouse, who runs the Star Wars Podcast Alliance group on Facebook, recently renamed. He's probably pretty well known if you are a Facebook Star Wars fan. He's out and about. So he'll be on to discuss all the issues in Star Wars for the week. Whatever you want to talk about, or you can, of course, uh, just listen live and uh, discuss what's going on in the chat room. Who knows? Maybe Stephen Stanton will be back in there to chat with you. He's been there for the last two weeks. He's a repeat offender. Of course, if you were a Steel Wars supporter, right now you'd be listening to the bonus section. We kept going. We kept talking for reportedly another hour. Man, that went quick. That was for an hour, but I'm just going off Patrick's show notes here. And me and Chris took in, uh, I discussed my love of a great montage. Uh, we talked about da Darth Vader's middle management role. Uh, Anakin's betrayal, Mace's death, Yoda's exile is all covered. What does Vader want? Uh, we talk about Chris Fresh's uh, dubious and long-running career in professional wrestling. And, of course, we discuss the Star Wars professional wrestling crossover of all time, The Shockmaster. And we talk about the parallels between George Lucas and professional wrestling behemoth creative giant Vince McMahon and many more Star Wars and wrestling comparisons. It's a great chat. Chris was a great guest. So to become a Steel Wars supporter, you just go to steelwars.com. It is $3 for the month Australian, which is about $2.20 American. And you get access to our full archive of back episodes. We only keep the full length 25 of the last episodes up for the interviews and uh, then we save the rest for people that are helping us out. 25 is enough to leave up for free, isn't it? Plus all the uh, call-in shows. That is fine. You also get the bonus call-in shows. You get the exclusive shows like the listener Q&As I do. Questions you have, answers I give. I uh, uploaded a new one last week and I'm about to do another one tomorrow morning. And you can either listen to it through the Bandcamp platform or there is a VIP exclusive RSS that you can put into your podcatcher and all the exclusive content downloads immediately into your phone ad free no ads and all the plugs are at the end so it is totally interrupted uh you'll be listening to this 
and then the plugs, just so you know what's going on, so you miss out on a live show or something, I put them right at the end, which is uh, what the supporters requested on the supporter page. So uh, it also helps the normal podcast go and you get discounts on merch. You get 15% off merch if you wanted to buy a sticker pack, a t-shirt. And uh, at the moment, if you're going to the Sydney or the Queensland live shows, there's a code there to save $4 a ticket. So it'd be crazy if you weren't already signed up to sign up, get the ticket, do the month, enjoy the content, save some cash. The good action. It's not a scam or anything like that. It's just a, uh, a cheap little way for people to uh, to tip in for the podcast they enjoy every week. Kind of like Patreon, but with so much bonus content. Of course, we are part of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network, uh, makingstarwars.net. Man, that's the place to go if you want the best news and rumors. Uh, ones that you can count on that have been well-researched direct from the sources and uh we've got a podcast network uh, a couple of episodes you definitely should listen to this week i guested on uh which i'm quite thankful uh, a regular guest when i'm in town in la on making star wars is now this podcasting that's the mothership show with jason ward sal Perales, and randy laguda and uh, if you liked the comments, the, 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 we get more into the political aspects, the real-life political aspects of Star Wars in the opening section. Then we uh, do a ton of news and some hilarious listener feedback. It is, It was one of the funnest Star Wars podcasts ever. So check that out. And also, they're important, I think, this week to... Uh, I, I was doing it every week, but Rebel Girl... They talk about um, the political situation in America from a female fan's point of view. So um, check that one out. It's As I say, I listen to it every week. But um, I'd like for you to make special time to check that out. If you need a laugh, and who doesn't, my other podcast, I Love Green Guide Letters, uh, to put it simply, we make fun of people that write complaint letters to the TV Guide. And uh, on the latest one, we have got uh, Nick Mason from the Weekly Planet podcast. Very popular guest whenever he appears on Steel Wars. And uh, previous Steel Wars guest, the hilarious Luke McGregor. And um, there's plenty of actual nerd talk in this one uh, than normal because it's three nerds talking on a podcast. But uh, it's super funny. It is super funny. You don't have to know any what we're talking about. I think we only do two letters anyway. So, um, check that out if you wish. And why not wish? Why not wish? I'm sorry if you've heard any of my uh, laptop alerts. Normally, I turn down the volume and I forgot. So, if you're thinking your laptop's making those noises, no, that's mine. Apologies for that, but I can't re-record this because I just don't have time. I simply don't have time. I've got to get to more content, you guys. More content. Thank you guys so much. Uh, if you're around for this week's call-in show, uh, call in. Would love to hear from you or interact in the chat room. Oh, and don't forget, if you're on Facebook, to uh, join the Steel Wars listener Star Wars Safe Haven. We're having uh, great chats in a super fun. There's a, there's a great group of uh, Star Wars fans chatting in there. Uh, tons of previous guests 
uh, from the show uh, in there chatting. So uh, be about it. I'll post up a link on steelwars.com. I'll put it on the uh, sidebar so it's easy for you guys to find. But you can just search um, the Steel Wars listener safe haven and uh, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. And I'll be chatting in there with you. And a special edition of the uh, regular Steel Wars show will be up in uh, a day or two as well. So plenty of content. May that force be with you.